Welcome to the London Property Podcast. This is episode 28. Um, we're actually in a new setting today. This is one of the Collaborative's um, flats that they've just developed that's uh, due to come on the market um, quite soon. Yep. Uh, sneak peek of it here. Uh, just <laughs> facing the, the kitchen. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you've done a great, great job here. It's absolutely brilliant. Thanks a lot. I'm looking forward to, to getting it on the market. Um, so what are we going to talk about today? A little bit of news. Uh, scouring the news, it's, it's quite difficult to find something. What I think is relevant is um, Hong Kong buyers. Let's talk, about, let's talk about that. Now kind of international travel is opening up a little bit more. Um, there are significant increased transactions from Hong Kong people. Um, it's gone up fourfold over the past 12 months, um, which is um, a, a significant amount. Where I live, um, <clears throat> we've seen an influx of Hong Kong people kind of coming into the um, coming into our child's school, for example. Um, and uh, one person that I kind of um, sent across the list of details for, they've ended up buying three flats, and they've mm -hmm. said the lawyer that they that I introduced them to, they've actually like put another four or five hundred off with kind of friends and family and stuff. So it's a it's a massive influx into the into the London market, particularly in central. For a tiny island, um, it accounts for eight percent of the properties that are that are being purchased at the moment. Um, and obviously, that's because uh, the British government have offered the Hong Kongers uh, an, an incentive to citizenship. Um, so that that's something that's happening right now. It's very I think interesting. This particular property that we're in, yeah, it's kind of ideal. It's kind of like it's a period conversion, but it's mm -hmm. almost like a new build. Um, they're like newly refurbished stuff. So yeah. I'm sure you were kind of bearing that in mind when, for you, sure. when yeah. you refurbished it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, just in terms of just general refurbishments and you know property development, it's just been one of those markets where we found stock levels to be very, very low. Um, and it's just been for us. It's been a hard time trying to find the next opportunity. Mm. Um, I, I know last time we spoke with Marius, you were saying it was a complete opposite in, in that patch you work in, in yeah. the Maidenvale patch. Yeah. But I think you're now finding my cycle catching up with yourself. Is that? Yeah. In essence, we were talking about it before the, the podcast. It's quite interesting because everything that's been good, we've got it under offer. Yeah. Um, and it's quite slow because we've had like 28 sales agreed in the last three four months, which is a lot, right? For three people yeah. in a small office. Um, but now that kind of lack of new supply is slowly catching up because yeah. we've, we need obviously stock to replenish what we've got under offer. Um, so in, in a way I can see that slowly being more synchronized with what Jaffa was saying previously that they can really find a lot of good flats that they can develop, they can add value. I've sent you some options, but yeah. the margins aren't really there. Yeah. Um, and I think to be honest, you're not the only developer that I get phone calls yeah. like, on a two, three weekly basis saying any any projects for me, anything, yeah. because there isn't, right? Yeah. And I've seen that on the ground. And now, because we've got a lot of the good stuff on their offer, it is really yeah. like we're getting some stock on, but it's not with the level that, yeah. you know, we've got things on their offer previously. It is, it is across the board. It's not just in made of ours. Yeah, you it, know, it, it is. It yeah. is really across the board from yeah. all the conversations I'm having with yeah. all the other agents. Yeah. It is that it, the, the imbalance between the demand, which was <clears throat> definitely around here, like W9 yeah. and some parts of Central are mm. kind of catching up mm. and it will be a lot busier when, when the international market comes in. But I know, for example, in the country, um, people looking to buy houses. I know for Savills, for example, there was such a massive demand for country homes, like estates, but then the supply was completely dire. Yes. It was literally like, 
you had to know the right people to be able to secure stuff off market yeah um, and a lot of the good stuff would never even hit the market so the, that imbalance between the massive demand and lack of supply effectively still there in in a lot of parts uh, especially in central London for sure for sure um, so yeah we've definitely seen that and it is quite interesting because you know before I think two three four weeks ago I was saying yeah, yeah it's fine we're getting new instructions yeah. which we were but equally we we're putting a lot more under offer yes. which is a great position to be in but equally it is slowing things down because if you don't have the right stock and yeah. you've got less stock then it's going to be trickier to get you know the same level under offer and the reason you were saying you were taking on loads of stock previously um <clears throat> do you think it's anything to do with the fact that the stamp duty holiday maybe smart sellers realize yeah. you know what to catch that stamp mm. duty holiday we're yeah. going to have to list it you know like february kind of march yeah. Time. yeah now that we're april and mm. june is going to be the cutoff yes. yeah uh, well at least the taper mm. You know, less sellers are going to be coming to market now, right? Uh, absolutely, so yeah. We've no. had good turnover. We've put those under offer, and now now you're we're like, you know, see how yeah. things are actually going to be more like that's exactly the rest yeah, of the yeah, year. exactly. Which a lot of people. So when we saying we're seeing the the starts of a slight cooling off, and that's going to be more realistic of you know because there's this big bounce, yeah. And then a lot of people have thought, well, uh, particularly myself, looking to buy on the outskirts of London, it was. Crazy. You were looking around yeah. Richmond, we right? To be even, specific, we yeah. didn't even get a viewing on. Yeah, because it was. And it's yeah. already gone. Yeah. Way over the yeah. 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 And the yeah. agents bragging. Yeah. So as an agent, I was like, you know what? I'll wait for this to expire, pay the highest stamp duty, and buy later on in the year. Yeah. That was my own specific choice. I'm not talking about central London because it's different yeah. then. It's still a great time to buy. But um, I think it's quite interesting. I think we've just touched upon something there. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think I think the lack of supply. Mm. was also causing the prices to slightly increase yeah i mean just reading a recent report it says that property prices have increased by 0.6 percent in the first three months yeah and that's the first time that's happened since the boris bounce yeah yeah okay and that just shows you look could this be the beginning of an upward trajectory of prices in in prime central london yeah because you know well, supplies we, supplies really low we we talked about that didn't we previously because the forecast um definitely the savills research and the forecast for the next five years this year you're looking at for 2021 at around three percent yeah. this is for prime central on the specific not the mainstream market exactly looking around three percent growth mm. um and that will be because the competition you know th there's not going to be all the great listings there are going to be a lot of competition there are buyers out there yes um, and let's face it again we touch on the difference between prime central London where the stamp duty saving doesn't make a difference yes even the two plus two percent surcharge for overseas buyers doesn't make a difference because the property values are very different and there is still going to be a lot of competition yet more to come I think later on when the international buyers yes. get into yes. prime central London so like you said yeah you can see the prices slowly going up in line with infla inflation i think next year we we're looking at what four percent next year seven percent seven percent which is why right. i think next yeah. year will be a yeah. big will be a big uh will be a year where i think we'll be all run off our feet trying yeah. to trying to secure the next opportunity yeah. Yeah. or trying to realize things are going up at seven percent yeah seven percent of something like you know we've five, never had we have, yeah 500 yeah. grand is a hell of a lot of money yeah. uh, mm -hmm. that people can't kind of earn and put in the bank and, and put forward so you have to make a move yeah yeah um, particularly when yeah two three percent you can afford to sit on the sidelines seven yeah. to ten percent you, you can't you I've, can't I've got a lot of investors now thinking look I've got money in the bank yeah do I leave it in the bank earning hardly anything hmm. or do I start investing in property and you know is now the right time to invest it and I keep telling them look 
this is now yeah, you either no, catch the wave no, now you, or you're gone yeah, yeah. because there's no point coming to us next year you know you'll just you're miss, not you'll miss pay. the cut yeah, yeah. Yeah, or leave it in the bank and like what everyone's talking about at the moment, inflation is likely to go through the roof. Yes. Look at it, get eroded away. Exactly. <laughs> get it. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what, what are your options? Yeah, because um, the interest rates are just, yeah, um, yeah. it's not, it's not going to do you any favours in leaving it in the bank. And I think that's pretty much, it's always been like that. Yeah. Your money shouldn't sit in the bank, you know, yeah. unless you've got some crazy special savings account where the interest rates are. But the reality is in the UK, that's not going to be the case, you know. Yeah. Um, and property's always been the gold standard for yeah. long-term kind of security and growth. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Your money and some hard assets. Exactly, exactly. look at this beautiful model. Yeah, exactly. Should you yeah. get you guys to sell my flat more often? Than that? <laughs> Listen, I've already done views on this flat yes. and I promised you I'd sell it really quickly and it hasn't been the case, but I'm working on it. Yeah. Mark, it must be um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, very interesting. Yeah. I think yeah, prices will it'll not be crazy. Again, we talked about this previously. It's mm. not going to be to the lengths that it was in 2012, 2013. No, no, no. It's going to be very kind of controlled. There's different. There are so many different measures with mortgages, and yeah. you know the, the market is really very at a different stage than it was. Very more mature than it was in yeah. 2012, 2013. Definitely, when we saw those crazy. The fundamentals spikes. are much stronger than they were. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think one thing that's really, really shown uh, with Prime Central London is look, we've seen Brexit, we've seen um, seen a lot, we've seen COVID, in the last and it just shows you years. how resilient yeah. this market is. And people tell me, oh, why don't you look outside of Central London? Why don't you invest in Manchester and all these other? I'm not saying those are bad, bad uh, investments, but it just shows you how resilient this market is. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it could hand withstand think, pretty much anything. What, what you just said there about investments, I mean, people when they buy a property in Surrey or something like that, yeah. is it an investment or is it just a home that they're buying? It's probably a home, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. probably yeah. a home. lifestyle. So choice. unless you get in at the point before people start to move, and we've had this lifestyle change of COVID and everyone moving, if you then get in after that, it's questionable about, do you know what I mean? Yes. How price are going to move? When the international market comes back, Central is prime central is going to be an area that people internationally are going to be putting money. Yes, they're not going to be buying in Cobham. In of places course not. Like of this. course not. Yeah. So we've just got to you know go back. It is an investment market, yeah. Central, and it's not an investment to well. It, you can say that it's investment on the outskirts, but I think for different different reasons. Mm. Especially um, now, you can see a real opportunity. Like if you go on Lonres or you go on yeah. Rightmove or Zoopla or any of the real portals. You'll notice the one, two bedrooms are the ones that are really looking incredibly good value. Mm. And those are the ones where the international buyers are going to really target. Yeah. Mm. So if you start picking up those ones, which is what we're really focusing on, is picking yeah. up those at very good prices. Yeah. You know, those would, you know, you'd hope in, in a year's time where you get that 7% increase, you know, or you've bought well, you make more than that. Yeah. So yeah. the Hong Kong buyers that I was talking about right at the very start, I know that the properties that they're purchasing, they're around about half like yeah. 450500 that saw the biggest number of super prime transactions, ah, which 
we write um mm. we'll put a link to that because it's i think that's look you always follow the money right yeah. they say that and that's where if the super prime market that's where it's getting you, you these high net worth ultra high net worth individuals they're putting millions in in stock in london they're putting it for a reason these are people who are very 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 they're very financially savvy with for what sure. they do with their money you're not going to put 10 million you know because when you talk about super prime you're looking at 10 million plus you're not going to put 10 million or above into something unless you know it's a good time to put that money and there's no other better way to deploy it yeah. and i think that tells you everything you need to know about is buying in london or central london a good time or not now i think is that headline is yeah. all you need to know yeah are the super rich putting their money in central london now the answer is yes, yes. have they been doing it for the last last year was busy mm. we talked about this even in so many other podcasts where even with, before COVID, we were like, yes, it's quiet, you know, Brexit this, Brexit that, but there were still very big transactions happening. And last year showed during the most unprecedented time we've ever had, the super prime market was booming. Yes. And there was more transaction in 2020 for super prime than there were in 2019. What yes. does that tell you? Yeah. It tells you that that's where, you know, there's so much value right now in central London then obviously we're talking about the prime market and the core market as well, not just the super prime because it, it trickles down in a funnel lot. So there's still really good value. Um, so yeah, I think like it just showed we've been so busy, um, different markets will come back to life as soon as the international market um, is able to travel in. But I think even so, a lot of people are using their friends who are already in the UK and buying stuff without yeah. even seeing it. We've had cases in December, remember the Hong Kong guy who bought something without seeing it did a few video calls on FaceTime and, and he ended up buying it. So we did a video um, call as well, didn't we? I was, I was viewing the same flat for letting. Yeah. It was a Hong Kong uh, couple on Zoom. Really? They, they, yeah. There you go. Um, it just so shows. Um, yeah. So that, yeah, people are buying and um, all this about, is it, you know, if you haven't made up your mind that it's a good time to buy in central London, then yeah. you'll yeah. be losing the, the opportunity. It's as simple as that. We had, um, we just had a question come through um, from, from John. Yeah, and um, he he's basically just asked. Um, he was concerned because he doesn't have any outside space in his property. But yeah. he said that uh, um, if he's close to a park, is that going to make a difference? Ooh. Is that enough to make a difference with with the value of his property? Yeah. I'll, let, I'll let you take that. So on. we've got some interesting research that we were looking at, um, and um, again, Savile's research. They were saying if you are within a hundred meters to a central London park, the property value went up by 15.3%, is that yep. correct? Yeah. Right, which is incredible to think that just the proximity of being to, to a park is gonna influence the value of a property. And yep. it just shows the change of lifestyle that we've experienced in the last 12 months now. Yeah. Um, but if you're 50 meters within a central London park, was it 21%? 28.1. 20, 20, 28.1. Wow, okay, so that's- It's crazy. A third nearly, yep. okay. That's insane to think that a park can have such a big influence and we were looking previously of how close people were to a tube station mm -hmm. that was a very big factor now because people's lives have completely changed people are not commuting anymore they don't really have to go into the offices yeah. that's actually become a priority so being close to a park um, has become a priority and the proximity to a tube station is gone is fallen yeah. down in the ranks in yes. terms of how much what 30 30 odd percent uh, or, uh, 
what for yeah, like, wanting to be closer to your station yeah it's gone down down by around 20 so it was well, basically it was 39 percent of, of people thought that it was important to be next to a tube station yeah. previously and now it's 63 percent okay yeah. pre-covid that i think that would have been more like 80 percent yeah because yeah. everyone was like i need to be close to a tube station i need to be yeah yeah now it's completely different really good for area pockets around london which are just not close to tube stations like Eshin is a really good example. Prices are booming over that way. Yeah. Mm. It's doing really well. People normally wouldn't want to be there because it's a bit in no man's land, close yeah. to Richmond. Uh, nice housing stock there and really close to greenery. It's doing really well. So Anywhere uh, close to park, yeah. yeah. So the answer is outside yes. space. Do yeah. not fear. If you live in a flat with no garden, <laughs> as long as you're near a park, and yeah. see if you can find one close yeah. by yeah. and um, ask the agent to make it a selling point. Well, it's, it's crazy how much uh, life's changed because even from us, we had stuck that was like, for example, focus on Maidabelle. We had a nice stucco fronted three bedroom flat in, on Randolph Avenue. Yeah. That was pri- that would be considered like prime uh, you know stock for you guys. Yeah. And all of a sudden COVID hit, all of a sudden Randolph Avenue, uh, Sutherland Avenue garden flat looking yeah. out into Greenwood Gardens. Yeah. Now that's become prime stock. Yeah. Hmm. So it's, it's it's a complete shift of, yeah. of what Everyone the way people look at things. 90% of the people that I speak with want some form of outside space. Yes. Um, it's, and before it was like it would be nice but it wasn't literally the top of the list yeah. and that's the people's lifestyle has changed so much yeah. and a lot of the property um, kind of demand in London I think that's really important because everyone talks about the stamp duty holiday yes. for reading central it doesn't do much of a difference no, like you're saving 15k max great to have it but if you don't, you're not gonna, you no. know, not buy a million pound property. Exactly. Like it's as simple as that. Exactly. And we've said it time and time and time again. Um, but what has been actually driving a lot of the demand is this change in lifestyles, need, need to have outside space, need to move out of a flat that is like, you know, because mm. if you're working from home yeah. and you're in a box room, I had a client recently, she was selling a one and a half bed and she wanted a garden flat. And she was literally desperate that she lost on this garden flat. Basically, the transaction fell through, and she nearly like cried on the phone because she lost that garden flat. She was like, "I need to get out of this flat by summer. Yeah, like I just need to. It's not good for my mental yes. well-being." And it just shows that's just pure lifestyle changes. Yeah. People, you know, working from home has changed everything. So in gar- garden flat, gar- having a garden is important, or some kind of yeah, outside space. Outside space. But also, maybe having also. I mean, I find this a lot is. That, look, we created a, a small room here, yeah. and the idea of having an, a separate room for your office, study. a study, yeah. that's huge. Garden and study. Garden and study. Two Absolutely. things that are, were yeah. never really that important yeah. Yeah, have like, become I mean, huge. A garden yeah. shed had n- never been such a, such a big thing. I was speaking to one of my colleagues yesterday, he was, uh, he's an agent actually, and he's just told me that he's built a, a man cave at the end of his garden, and Most uh, people every, everything yeah. in there, even with a beer fridge and stuff. <laughs> And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of people have because you do need to separate, you know, if you're kind of mixing your living space with work as well, it's yeah. not healthy for sure. long term. Yeah. Um, you just, Some people the, do it, the yeah. lines get really blurred. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this is what's been driving the property yeah. market, guys, um, in central London, I think. Um, sure. Other markets, yeah, it's been mainly the stamp duty, but it's been a false kind of illusion with the savings because again we've, we've mentioned it previously mm. I was speaking with someone today and uh, a client we've just sold this property and he was like I'm just going to wait because I think there's going to be a, a slowdown in all of this kind of craziness and mm. once people realize that 
they're overpaying for properties. This was out like that in central London outside, like generally speaking, and he was like, That's I'm just going to wait. Um, yeah, but no, it's true, right? Because you yeah. are like in some parts, even within London, but I know outside of London, people have been paying so much more just because there's been that competition between buyers. Yes. Yeah, and you're saving 15K. That that's going to yeah. continue. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, credit, that's, that's where I credit the the seller, because he's probably priced his property right, created that competition. And, um, and that, that's where it really comes from. Sellers, and I think look, people are simple in many ways and the, the behaviors of humans it's is like if you see a lot of people buying property if you see this buzz in the media yeah. people will follow they're like sheep a lot of people yeah. honestly it's, it's just how it is right we've seen it so many times and i think when you've got all of this being talked about in the press you will get people who think oh great i'm saving on the stamp duty but what they don't realize if they're not in the industry or they don't speak with the right people that's mm -hmm. why it is important to have someone who's trustworthy is an expert in what they do because a lot of agents they don't give a shit yeah that's just the reality but you know if you speak with experts they will advise you accordingly and be like nah you're going to be overpaying for this or you know and i think that's what it is people yeah. just seeing all this rush mm. thinking oh i'm saving so much money not realizing on the back of that they've just overpaid you're for a property for it, yeah um yeah exactly like or, or if worse or you're, you're paying more yeah. than what you should be so yeah. you're 15k saving or whatever it is it's void it's, it's not relevant yeah um but that obviously doesn't happen so much in central london because it's a different kind of thing but yeah. um for any anyone watching who's kind of buying outside of london i think it's very important and we've said it so many times now i think it's for the last six months or so be careful not to overpay be careful not to get caught up in the hysteria. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, All this hype yeah. about you know stamp duty because the reality is we're what eight weeks away from the thirtieth of June, and then it's been tapered off. It goes down yeah, to two fifty. Exactly. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of more realistic kind of. We're not going to see that hype. I don't think um, no. unless well in central London, obviously the international buyers might change a few things. Yeah. Once they I can think compete with domestic. On the, on the outskirts, the domestic will cool off. Yeah. And central will probably heat up a bit from the with the, the international. Yeah, trade. yeah. In summary, isn't it? So yeah, um, I guess the the main takeaway for today is, guys, what we're looking at massive um, lifestyle changes, which has driven the property market in yeah. central and you know outside as well, but more definitely in central London. I think the lack of supply, uh, well, lack of good stock, yeah. has been an issue for definitely. developers and investors equally where there's been a lot of properties gone under offer that kind of new amount of new listings is slowly trying well it's it's slow at catching up um in central london chris i think we're looking at probably a really good later um half of the year with the international market yeah, i think so yeah definitely last quarter of the year should pick definitely. up yeah 100 um, still not quite there yet got busy a little bit like mm. in maida bell over the past few weeks uh, quiet enough again so yeah, yeah. I think yeah. what's worth mentioning is yeah. for us and I think again it just shows how people people's behavior changes things and how they react to to property or buying a property we've just had the restrictions lifted two weeks ago yes people have been able to go al fresco dining they've been able to go for a pint for a haircut yeah. whatnot that's changed massively mm. because I think a lot of people after was it four months we've been in lockdown yeah. more or less plus the winter yeah. everyone's right now priority is to book uh, to go out for a drink right. catch up with right. friends yeah and i think which uh, is distracting them from buying <laughs> from buying <laughs> yeah absolutely and they're starting to spend yeah. money which is not good because all that saving <laughs> that should go to yeah. all the property but yeah i think that's really important to know because i think 
these two weeks have been slower than usual because of that change. Um, because people are out for pounds. Yeah. Oh, generally. I, I generally this think is, that. And yeah. I think it's, it's just true, you know, people are enjoying the freedom, you know. Yeah. Um, it's nice to be out and about again. It feels, it, it feels is, like it's been a while. Yeah, and we've had good weather as well. I mean, still not great for April, but I think now, um, you know, people are, um, that's definitely impacted, in my opinion, the, sure. uh, the level of, because pe before people were bored sitting at home, checking right moves, let's inquire about this, let's see a property. Whereas now people are like, oh, shopping, oh, yeah. let's go for a drink, let's go for dinner. Um, so that's changed. And obviously the restrictions are hopefully easing again on the, is it the 17th of May? Yeah, With right. international travel resumed. Mm. So that those air bridges, because they're going to be green zones for certain countries that won't need to quarantine. Yeah. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see what those countries are. Because yeah. I have a thing, places like Hong Kong, green, so you'll get an influx of yeah. from the yeah. Far East, honestly. And those sure will impact perfect. specific areas. Yeah, exactly. So that you'll have the Hong Kong buyers buying mainly out of yeah. Belgravia, you know. Buying a lot of new builds, are. like new yes. builds, I think they're going to do really well because that's their thing. Um, Middle East markets, I think there's going to be a lot yeah. of Middle That'll East buyers. That'll hit the W1, W2 yeah, market, then you'll London. have the European market be, will come to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's going to be really interesting. It'll be very interesting, yeah. yeah. I think the podcast we'll do at the end of May will be interesting to talk about the demographics. Um, that the, are active in the demographics and the layers of building up the property market. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Specific demographics, like you say, they are kind of you know W one W two yeah. better than anyone, right? Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that is a very heavily dominant Middle exactly. Eastern Middle market. Eastern, yeah. And yeah, those guys haven't really been been active. Yeah, yeah. But they've got the cash, so uh, very interesting um, things coming up this summer. I think it really changes. That's one thing. It's constantly changing. No week is the same. The same. Yeah. Um, it's changed massively since we did the yeah. last one, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Ma ma massively, Definitely. and it will continue actually, to be. It still hasn't been produced because you, you've been too busy. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. Episode twenty-seven, I think, the one before this. But you're going to be able to get both of these out. Right yes, now, yes. So no pressure. Don't put pressure on it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's bank holiday weekend. <laughs> you know, I'll try and get both of them out. But yeah, like Chris said, I have actually generally been a lot busier in the last couple of weeks, so I actually haven't had time to edit the previous one. Um, but anyway, uh, that's a good thing. So um, yeah, look, lots to talk about. I yeah. think, look, the fact that sometimes we do these podcasts and we do prepare, because obviously we need to give you guys a lot of value, but a lot of the times there's so much to talk about just from well, our on the ground experience. Yeah, yes. but I mean, let's be honest, most of it is off the cuff, isn't it, really? Yeah, it well, is, The majority yeah. of it is off the cuff. There's but, a few points that we put in there. Yeah, I mean... That's the value <laughs> of the podcast, no? Yeah, it's exactly, because it's easy to... Situation. Yeah, I think, well, exactly, like today, literally, before we started filming, we're like looking at a quick some articles to get some figures, and the rest is literally yeah. off fresh off the press from the ground. And yeah. I think that's what's nice so about it, because it's like very loose. We don't... We used to have a very kind of structure to it yeah. uh, but I think right now there's so much going on um, from your side from your side from my side there's so much to talk about mm. we're struggling to keep it under 50 minutes yes. and this is all live stuff it yeah. probably will you'll hear from us first before you see it in a paper yeah. and a research report whatever and I think that's what's good about it that we're, we're literally talking about stuff that's happening on the ground now but bear in mind, I do have to edit the podcast a lot. Quicker, <laughs> so, you know, you might get the news a little bit. Yeah. Um, anyway. Be, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, we look forward to talking about the next changes and the next things, trends and news about the London property market. 
uh, in the next next episode. Uh, thank you for obviously paying attention once again. And if you do have any questions, by all means, we're happy to um, answer them. We're happy to present them in the in the podcast. And uh, if you're looking for obviously investment opportunities, Jaffa is your man. If you're looking central London, uh, we'll be happy to help Chris and myself. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks for paying attention. Thanks, This podcast is produced for information only and should not be relied upon as professional advice. The views, thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the authors and not to any external organisation or individuals. The London Property Podcast accepts no liability or responsibility for direct, indirect or consequential loss arising from the use of reference to or reliance on the podcast or its content. The London Property Podcast accepts no liability to the accuracy of the information presented here.